Hi, Total Party Kill podcast listeners. Uh, Tony Sindelar here just to let you know about some recent happenings. I don't know about you, but I have been spending a lot of time inside, and what I've been doing with that inside time is also playing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this summer and fall, I ran 10 short adventures with Total Party Kill regulars like Dan Moore and Aline Sims, Eric Ensign, Monty Ashley, and so on. Uh, but also, we brought along a bunch of Total Party Kill newcomers, names you might know from some other incomparable podcasts, folks like Lisa Smizer, Guy English, Liz Miles, Tiff Arment, and many more. We tricked them into playing Dungeons & Dragons with us. Right now, these adventures are only available to incomparable members. There's over 50 hours of Dungeons & Dragons shenanigans, so if you need more D&D podcast content in your life and you haven't already signed up to be an incomparable member, maybe now is the time. Theincomparable.com slash members. Check it out. You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of dungeon buddies play role-playing games on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 275, posted January 2021. The hill I'm about to die on. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, leading another bunch of adventures into mayhem and disruption. Uh, tonight, I don't care where you are, when you are, it's Tuesday night, and we are in Barovia with the Dog and Pony crew. Allow me to introduce them. First up, Jane Ritt. Hello, I am Lena Dulina, human rogue. Next up, Dan Morin. Hi, I am cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric. Also here, Erica Ensign. Yep, and I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin who also has a celestial pony named Pony Cindelarent. Joined by Aline Sims. Technically here, uh, Imra, the wood elf ranger, I almost said rogue, wood elf <laughs> ranger, and her trusty not steed, Androdite. And last but not least, Micah Sargent. Yes, playing Elevor, the half-elf druid, and Samus, the saber-toothed tiger. Rawr. We rejoin the dog and pony crew. They have traveled all throughout the land of Barovia, big Barovia. They started in the east. They headed to the west, as one does, and have traveled all the way to the western edge of Barovia to liberate the Wizards of Wine winery from some interloping druids. These are bad druids, not like Elevor. A good druid. And an army of plant monsters known as blights. Bleats? Blights. Known as blights. Erica is not going to fix that in editing. Um, (laughs) You got your needle blights, you got your twig blights, and you got vine blights. There's at least three known blights. Surely there cannot be any more. That seems like a sufficient number of blights for any monster manual. Don't you agree? Uh, So, you have defeated an army of blights, you have defeated the druids, you have reclaimed the, not really, I guess, reclaimed? You have claimed the Glophia staff, a horrible, uh, black, spongy, bleeding stick that they use to control the blights, and Elevor had it for about 45 seconds before he threw it into a fire, which was a pretty smart move, actually. That was a pretty evil artifact that I gave you uh, that was probably going to lead to your downfall, eventually. 
So, way to cut to the chase. Uh, you have gotten a full night's rest. The Mardikoff family is busy trying to patch windows and sweeping away 1,000 twigs that are littering the, uh, the floor of their, their place where they, uh, they, they make their wine. Uh, but, uh, though you have, uh, you have helped them reclaim their ancestral homeland, uh, sadly, there may no be no future wine in the, uh, in all of Barovia because the magical source of the grapes has been taken by the Druids. Uh, so the uh, the Mardikov family have given you a priceless treasure, uh, a wagon full of possibly the last batch of wine ever to be forged? No, that doesn't sound right. Brewed. As a smith. <laughs> Fermented? <laughs> Fermented <laughs> in Barovia. Uh, and so you rejoin... Your friends, uh, Aragal, the, uh, reluctant Vistani assassin, uh, Irina, uh, the, uh, uh, a, a character from Barovia, Little Barovia, with a dark, dark past, and, of course, Pony Sindelart, a celestial pony that you named to make fun of me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it was, it I was think a the... tribute. It was a tribute. Mm, homage. Mm. Sure. I don't see through that at all. Um, so I think that you need to decide where you're going to go next. Uh, you have dealt a devastating blow to these druids who seem to be loyal to Strahd. Um, you could return to uh, Rictavio, uh, a.k.a. Rudolf von Richten's Tower. You could travel to the... You were interested in the drowned city of Berez. Uh, you could go back to Velaki. I think there's a lot of people that don't like you there. Um, you got that going for you. So, yeah. Or you could press the attack and track the druids back to their home, a strange encampment referred to by the Mardikov family as... Yester Hill. Yester Hill. <laughs> As opposed to Tomorrow All Hill. All my druids seem so <laughs> far away. <laughs> Musical episode! Oh, yes, Ken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, let, us, let us please write checks we cannot cash. That always goes well. Yep. Uh, it's really going to be a lot of Beatles covers with D&D words stuck in them. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I want you to know, uh, you know, now that we're in quarantine, I have a lot of time to myself. Now and as I go out, Yeah, now. Uh, as you know, and I go for walks uh, out in my neighborhood, and it's a nice time to, like, gather your thoughts and, and really think about where everything went wrong. And uh, the thing that mainly uh, haunts me on those moments of quiet solitude is... What is John's voice going to sound like? How will that not be one of the greatest mistakes I ever make in Total Party Kill? Anyway, continue. I'm more concerned about Strahd's horse's voice, but, you know. Uh -huh. Oh, no! Yeah. Sip on the horse! Yeah, <laughs> the horse! See, exactly! Oh. Yeah, I'm we so know what Strahd's voice sounds like. It is this. <laughs> uh, can we go to the druid? Yeah, basically, Brildish is, is going to get up, have, have some breakfast, have some wine with breakfast, because I assume that's what you do mm -hmm. in a winery. It, it doesn't matter so. if you do or not. Broldish is totally doing that because she just assumes that that's the yeah, way it there's, works. There's, kind of right. a, there's a strange specialty uh, among the Mardikoff family at the Whispers of Wine Winery uh, that's basically uh, three parts uh, oatmeal, one part wine. Yes, um, this sounds oh. perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, people, there's someone in the live stream has had that. Come on. I'm not the only person that's been camping here. Um, so. <laughs> 
Yeah, my friends did vodka and tricks. So, like, it's a thing. Oh, dear God. Yeah, weirdly, that's the specialty <laughs> at this winery. Vodka and tricks just sounds like some sort of upscale cocktail you get in, like, Brooklyn or something. <laughs> yeah. So, and then really, because I think oatmeal and wine is also very <laughs> upscale, <laughs> terrible <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway. But, yeah, uh, then after breakfast, Brill just starts packing up her, her stuff and says, I am I'm going to go get these druids if you guys want to wait here that's fine if you want to come with that's cool if you want to go somewhere else just tell me where you're going i will meet up with you but uh they they attacked the home of these people and they could come back at any time and i'm i'm not okay with that i i feel like it is it is hala would would cast me down if i if i did not follow through on this because uh these they have earned vengeance these these druids Brildish, I am with you. You had me at Hela. Sorry, it wasn't as funny as Erica's reaction. Erica's reaction was much funnier than my stupid joke. <laughs> I, I was I was going to argue against it, but I think my spirit is now broken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's just, that's just, how I've made most of my friends in life, honestly. And I'm just gonna just just, just, just wear people down with puns, and eventually they can't. They all their will to live is vanquished. Well, so. as, as the only one who's actually from here, uh, I think I have the greatest stake in wine returning <laughs> to the land. So I suppose I'm into. Okay. And yeah, that's Elavor goes where his pal goes, so I'm I'm in yeah. most so of the is, time. Is, Elavor, are you not concerned about these druids ruining the name of druids everywhere? Honestly, no. It is a um, branding issue. There, there. <laughs> see, here's the thing: is that uh, we have had a branding issue for a long time, and it's just one of those things where you know that there are druid comma jerks out there uh or sorry druids comma jerk out there and you just kind of have to to be okay with that but um but what about when those 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 druids are holding the only thing that can create wine for an entire realm right and exactly when you come across them yourself Mm -hmm. as a druid yes you do want to go take care of them so this is a situation where yeah I'm, i'm on board all right I appreciate uh, it, friends. I I would hate to have have had to to go by myself. Although I would have in Hala's name. Uh, Argal, who you perhaps had forgotten, is there. Uh, this is, kind of peeks out from behind Pony Cinderlar and says, uh, "What do you want me to do?" I I would be honored if you would join us, or if you would at least stick around and uh, protect Lena and Pony, uh, as we Arena? probably Arena. <laughs> Lena right. needs no protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. I know what you meant. Our <laughs> names are very similar. They it's are. fine. Irina says, I only need limited protection, but you know, <laughs> this is a horrible place. <laughs> yes. It's real bad. And, and also, Aragal is probably the most uh, powerful of any of us, yep. to, to be honest. And it's not close. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Next time, I'm going to look more closely at stat blocks before I have an incompetent assassin. Um, I just searched for assassin. Little did I know what his challenge rating would be. Um, Thank God he didn't kill us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that fight would have been ugly. <laughs> I think five of you could have taken him. I don't know. Anyway. I'm glad that's, we don't uh, have to find me. out. 
Yeah. Right. Until later. Until when all of you go <laughs> when all of you go evil and Oracle has to save everybody. <laughs> Him and Pony Cindelart in Arena just riding up to Castle Strahd and kicking down the drawbridge. Mm-hmm. Um so I think you should make the tact- quick tactical decision here of which of your three I'm assuming Samus goes wherever you need to go, but uh you did leave Pony Cindelart uh Arena and Aragal uh, behind, uh, or at least at the wood's edge for this battle. Mm-hmm. Do you want to bring any of them with you here? Uh, the Wizards of Wine Winery is, you know, the assuming you go to Yesterhill, survive and come back, this would be an obvious place to stop. Uh, it's also how far- relatively safe in that you have murdered everything bad here. How far <laughs> away is the hill from the winery? I, I ask uh, one of the Marta Isn't it about a quarter mile or? It's not far. By, is know, it within a mile? Flies. I'm looking for, is there a scale on this map? Uh, if there's so, a place you want to go, I'm the one you need to know. I'm the map. On the map, are you looking at the uh, Barovia world map? Mm-hmm. That's, what, mm-hmm. that's what you're showing us. Yeah. Uh, so you see where the winery is. You see the yeah. path that goes south and there's a hill. Mm-hmm. If you remember, each hex on the map is a quarter mile. Oh, okay. So, so it's a couple miles. Couple miles. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it's a, you know, couple hours I walk. don't like... I don't like Pony to be farther than a mile away because then we lo- we don't have our telepathic connection anymore. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the Martikov family a little bit more and ask. Okay, so they mostly hang out at this hill. Are they roaming the forests all around the hill? Are they just like concentrated uh, on the hill? Well, the hill is is their home. Uh, but yes, they do roam the forest occasionally, and they they have sometimes come into our area here and harass us and le- le- with their blights and whatnot. But uh, mm-hmm. the hill is kind of their their base of operations. Okay, so it's probably not a great idea to bring Pony and um and and the rest of the NPCs along and leave them like a mile away from the hill on the path because they could get ambushed by druids. I think you either want to bring them into battle with you or leave them in the safety of the winery. Okay. Well, I will, I will ask, you know, Aragal and, uh, and arena. What would you like? Would you like to come into battle with us or would you rather stay here? Um, I think Aragal is ready to go. And I, I want to be useful. Says Aragal. Uh, arena seems a little uncertain. We could leave Arena with Pony and Pony. <laughs> if it was further, I would be hesitant to leave her here. But since it sounds like it's not much travel, you know. Yeah, and surrounded by these cool crow people. Yeah, I mean, if something goes wrong, Pony could people. could easily gallop the, you know, quarter to half a mile to get close enough to send a telepathic summons and then we could just book it if we needed to in fact that is the origins of pony express as a mail service (laughs) the earliest people don't know this early ponies all telepathic so it was adorable i learned yeah that's true i grew up in the uh in the city where the pony express stables were st that city pony town missouri Pony t- exactly. P- Ponytown, Missouri, where they bred uh, the telepathic ponies. Yeah. Mm, wow. Telepathic bread. <laughs> yeah. Yum. Um, also, Elevor leans over to one of the cool raven people and says, also, if uh, you run into any trouble, could you sort of, you know, raven swap and come let us know so we can help you out? The uh, the, the random Martikov cousin you, you're talking to gives you a knowing wink. Perfect. 
So mm-hmm. we'll, okay. we'll be able to know. We can get back. It does. There is kind of, you know, I think most of them are discreet and don't change shape uh, any within sight of you. But there is kind of an ever-changing uh, rot- rotation of various cousins and uh, and Mardikoff family members and uh, ravens perched uh, in the rafters <laughs> and on top of the wide area. So there's just kind of a, you know, like there's never more than like, mm-hmm. let's say 10 humans at a time uh, and milling around the, uh, uh, the, the, the main area of the winery. But you've seen like 20 faces come and go. You hear so. Elevore mumble, if she would have told me the birds were people, maybe I would have listened to her from the get go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still better. El- Elevore, classic advice. Trust people. <laughs> <laughs> the birds! The birds are people! <laughs> oh, I'm still mad about that. No, um, to Yester Hill. Yeah. So All I'm, right. We'll leave our, we'll leave our, our NPCs behind. Uh, but uh, Aragal can come. Coming. Yeah, that's, yeah. 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 If he wants. Right. If he wants. Might as well. If he, if he is, if he is wanting to punch boy. people. He sounds like he's game. All right. So I have taken you to a new map. Did I do that? I have thought yeah, about taking you, you to a new map. You may need to scroll around as is usual. You'll find your tokens up in the northeasterly kind of corner. I will note the scale on this map is very different from your normal battle map. Each square is 50 feet. You head south from the Wizards of Wine Winery. Uh, there's basically only one path uh, this dirty, muddy path uh, through the woods that heads south to the uh, the aforementioned wizard encampment. So the trail through the woods uh, kind of twists and turns, generally heading south. Uh, the weather today is not great. Even by Barovian standards, it is kind of gloomy and overcast, and the sky seems to be threatening to rain at any moment. Uh, eventually, you see, you know, the, the kind of woods open up a little bit, and ahead of you is a very large hill covered with dead grass and, notably, Rings of Cairns made of black stone. Uh, let me reveal more of the map to show you that. Um, are all around the in circles, encircling the hill. Uh, there is a path that seems to kind of lead uh, up the hilltop. Uh, there's also kind of pa- little side paths that go off of that and encircle the hill. Tony, uh, it, would these cairns be considered ruins? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. That's, this is like a Karen or not. Ruins or not? Ruins or not? Uh, <laughs> it's like I, statues of people named Karen. I don't know uh, what a, a Karen is. A Karen is a, uh, like, a like, pile of stones, yeah. usually used to be either a kind of a navigation point or a, uh, mark a burial site. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm assuming I would, I was seeing if I could ascertain their original purpose. But I think they're not. A Karen, well, a Karen would be known, I guess, if if it that's was. When does a Karen, when does a Karen become a ruin? Uh, like it's. And then its uh, original purpose would have just been a Karen, right? Like it's a pile <laughs> of stones to mark a place. That's fine. I don't. Welcome, anyway. welcome to the Tautology Club, <laughs> Crucible. Yep. Um, so uh, also notable uh, west of the hill, uh, Irina, you have never been this far west in Barovia, uh, but west of the hill. There is just this intense, 
fog. And you know what? I'm just going to reveal more of the area. You this uh, you're going to reveal more of the fog. I'm going to reveal more <laughs> of the map. Uh, just keep in mind, you may see stuff on the map that your characters can't see yet as you work your gotcha. way up the hill. So, but there is like a wall of fog uh, to the west of the hill. It's a great and band it's name. Kind of impenetrable <laughs> pea soup fog uh, that just kind of seems to be kind of hanging there. I don't trust this. Everyone stay close. What does it smell like? Uh, roll smell. I will gladly roll smell. Critical smell. Let's see about my critical smell. Oh, wait. Uh, Samus has critical smell. Um, let's <laughs> well, see. Our smell. really terrible critical role fan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're trying. This, <laughs> these take forever to roll. Yeah, I don't use those. <laughs> Real dice. I use those. Um, so 16, wait, plus three. So uh, 19. 19. 19. Uh, Samus, who may or may not be able to relay this information to anybody else, uh, smells, uh, there is a smell of death and decay ahead. So Barovia. Also, also fog. Which mm. smells like water, I think. I like the smell of fog. I'm I'm cool with that. Can I roll history to see if I am familiar with this place or any yeah. of the cairns? Sure. <laughs> Can't get over the name. <laughs> this cairn? Do you know that cairn? Which cairn do you know? I have, Karen a, Karen grandma. Do you know? I have a grandma cairn. Do I know any of the cairns? Uh, that is a 10. Uh, you, you know, know 10 cairns. You've been warned against uh, going over to this area, Barovia. Yep. Which is true for pretty much every. All of Barovia. <laughs> yeah. 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 You've been warned about Barovia. I'll make a perception check. All right. 1T. Uh, what are you trying to perceive? Uh, I want to see if there's any movement amongst the Cairns. <laughs> Not Cairns. Karen's. Uh and Crucible, where are you on the map? I am Karen. Apparently, so is this is this an indicator of the first level of elevation essentially where the little yeah. like okay. So I guess we're just at the base of the hill and yeah. I'm looking up the path. I think each of those is like ten feet up. I, I don't Got remember it. the exact I don't know how maps <laughs> work. But let's say that there. Yeah. Uh so uh you don't see any movement. Uh there is a crack of lightning that seems to hit the top of the the hill and it begins to rain. Good that job, is Dan. Totally normal. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> this is excellent weather for battle. Very, very uh theatrical. I'm excited for Strollish. All right, let's go, cool. folks. Strollish <laughs> right. is ready Strolish to just is way more excited than right everybody else. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I think there is a question of do you want to just follow the direct path that leads kind of uh you know southwest Wait, straight up the hill. I can I roll for druid <laughs> nature? Sure. <laughs> I just want to see if there's anything that I can suss out as a druid and understand sure. druidic practices. Yeah. Roll um, with advantage. All right. I'm going to do real dice cuz the ones on D&D Beyond are crummy. Well, there goes our sponsorship. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, so I, you want me to add nature or just do? 
Yeah, at nature. April. Okay, so 16, 12 plus 4. So uh, I think Elevore that you just kind of instantly know that this this place is kind of like deeply seeped with druid magic uh, and is clearly some kind of site uh, where they would... Uh, probably have been conducting uh, dr- various druidic rituals for centuries. Elavor says, Oh, de druid. Yeah. That means huh? there's a lot of druidic smells around here. Uh, mm-hmm. So Good, then just, we're in the right know, place. We're definitely in the right place, but there's some pretty, um, pretty creepy nature magics going on. Uh, so just be on alert like you normally would be. Basically, I've learned nothing. Let's move on. If there are any important <laughs> trees I need to cut down, you just point me at them. I will gladly. There is uh, illuminated in that crack of lightning. Uh, there was clearly a large, ancient, dead looking tree. Oh, right. We have two axes between um, Crucible and I. We could take that sucker yeah. down. Also, I checked uh, the map. Each of those little indentations, Dan, with the little arrows. I think indicates an el- a change of elevation of a hundred feet. A hundred oh. feet. A hundred wow. feet. This is steep. I those That's a were fat. the cairns. I, you know, it, it's not a hundred feet, feet a tall total. Hill. You know, look, that's, that's, that's what this 10 map stories. says. It's still not a mountain. Yeah, it's not. Hold but on, it's a big it's one. Not. All right, well, I'm going to look up. I'm I guess over fifty. I guess over fifty. Well, but rising a hundred feet over fifty feet because each square is. 50. I'm a mountain dwarf. This is great. I okay. Well, yeah. I just gotta, right. yeah, just gotta re, reimagine this. I'm just, yeah, it's a big hill. It's a, a huge <laughs> landmark. Over fifty right. feet because each square is fifty feet. So we're talking yes. hundred feet over a hundred feet or hundred and fifty feet. Yeah. So it's it like is. it's a it's a forty five degree angle. It's a steep okay. hill. Forty five degree. <laughs> That's a hell of a grade. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's um, a hill. All right. First I'm off, stopping. Dan. I just I wanted defensively. I started googling stuff. Because this is what I do. I'd like to say this goes in the category of things I've had to Google, like when somebody got turned into stone, I had to figure out what the density of flesh was. But I just, I went, I was like, what is a big hill that I know? Near Boston, we have the Great Blue Hill. The elevation of Great Blue Hill is 635 feet. And you start from about sea level when you no, climb I, up I, that. It's, yeah, this, this is big. I did not envision this as a Great Blue Hill kind of hill. You, well, you were envisioning that I've taken you to a realm of fantasy where there is a <laughs> medium hill, like a mediocre <laughs> yeah. hill. Yeah, yeah. Like you, a know, you know, yeah. The druids, wow. they're like, oh, lots of mountains, but this hump yeah. <laughs> is where we're going to plant yeah. our ancient trees. This, right. one, this one bump, ready. this is really good. Yes. Crucible I think probably you were a little up tripped the... up by the, sc- the scale of the squares, which is not uh, 10 feet, but, you right. know, uh, right. what is it? Crucible is climbing so, the abnormally large hill. Yep. Uh, I am right, right behind you. And and I I like I would go first, do, but I'm slow. Do do we want to take the direct route, or I mean, so realistically, forest, trying to blend in with the surroundings? They have the high ground, regardless. My favorite terrain is forest. I don't know if that gets us anything as a group for. Should have picked hill. Yeah, I should is that have. a terrain. <laughs> I That's mean, just a, a feature. Forest, forest and someone, mountains. I just someone. picture Imra only being good on hills, and like she's like the hills over there. I'm sorry, I can't, I, I, can't, I can't do anything. <laughs> Uh, someone, I won't say who, has texted me to let me know that uh, a, a, a fact that I knew, which is flesh has a similar density as water. Thank you. I know who that is because yeah. I can only imagine one person who would text you and have access to that information. <laughs> I know who it was because I also got the text. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. I'm, I'm sorry Wait, for did everything. I get, did I get this um, text? 
Oh, possibly. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I've get just it. Added you to, no reason. Uh, I've added you all to an initiative order. <laughs> all right. Fine. So uh, you have had you guess what? You have climbed a hundred feet. Uh, you should probably have Are to make sure? some kind of like uh, you know, I don't know. What's what's the uh, what's what's a check that's related to climbing? Constitution survival. I guess. Constitution hills. Oh, what, do you, what do you like? Here's a good thing. Erica and I probably have similar skills in this way. I'm a circle of the uh, mountain druid, so I don't really have issues when it comes to... I don't know. Do mountain dwarves have something specific for walking up hills? <laughs> like... I have something called Land's Stride. Wait a second. I can walk up a hill. It's not like I need to make a roll in real mm-hmm. life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I just remembered you. Well, damn. I don't know. You made a big deal about how this is a big, un- impossible hill now. <laughs> And I'm suddenly questioning a lot of your hail knowledge. Can um, can Lena like scamper up the loose rocks using acrobatics? Yes. Also, okay. I just remembered your level six. You can walk up a hill. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay. So, all right. Learned, I walk in we, and out we've of the river learned over six levels how to walk right. a hill. You yep. are uh, you are cl- climbing up the path to the hill. Uh, it is a relatively steep grade hill, uh, as Dan has pointed out. Uh, again. Dan Morin, lovely person, celebrated author, questionable hill knower, uh, hillologist, so, hill That's right. He's going to put a great hill in his next book. This, is it too soon to suggest that this is the hill I'm about to die on? <laughs> <laughs> Save it. Don't, it's never uh, too yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. You are at the foot of the hill, uh, climbing up. You have climbed a hundred feet so far. Uh, the hill is still towers above you. Uh, the rain is starting to pour on you. The path is becoming muddy. Uh, this, this does not feel great. Uh, so I think at this point, your qu- the question I am asking you for you to make this, uh, kind of tactically, you have multiple side paths here that seem to loop around the hill. Uh, do you want to take one of those or do you want to take the, what as far as you can tell is the direct path up the hill? Do we see or hear anything along any of the side paths as we are, we're going, like we get to the first um, side path. Do you guys path. want to move your tokens along to yeah. where you think you might be? So like we get to the first path. Yeah. I'm going to say that you're all kind of hanging out near Baldish. Again, remember the squares are like, you all fit in a square because a square is 50. So uh, I am going to give people, so why don't you all do a quick perception check? Uh, Crucible, you hear the sound of chanting coming from up the hill. I'm, I was giving you oh, yeah. credit for the yeah, 20 I'll, you rolled I'll earlier. I'll keep that. <laughs> I got a s- Dan just rolled an 8 <laughs> when I did not ask him to roll a new die. <laughs> so. I got a 16. I got. Um, I was already clicking when you 24. started to give me permission. I got a nineteen. Uh, yeah, so I think some of you can hear the chanting. It is hard. There is the sound of uh, uh, of of the pouring rain, but you hear the chanting, and there is occasionally lightning strikes that all seem just to be hitting the top of the hill. Um, looking around the side path, the side path seems to just loop around the hill in kind of concentric circles. Uh, several of them are kind of basically the cairns are between the side paths, and you can see from here that the cairns are just these black, slippery-looking rocks uh, piled up in kind of six-foot-high heaps. Um, And, uh, you know, Imra, uh, you rolled particularly high. Uh, I'm going to say that you hear a voice whispering to you. It is coming from the the southeast. And... um, I guess you probably want to know what the voice is whispering. Is that... Is it nice things? Is that going to be... it's kind of a kind of a deep voice, and it's it's kind of hard to tell exactly 
um, where it's coming from. It's kind of getting whipped around by the by the wind and the rain. Um, but the voice says, "I am waiting for you." Oh, only only you heard that, Emma. Okay, so I wouldn't normally say this, but I'm hearing voices. <laughs> And something about someone is waiting for me or us. Where? S- I For you. Like in a hospitable way. And individual. Yeah, gosh so darn. That doesn't com- clarify anything. Thanks. For Common this. is not a, a very specific language. It's, yeah. it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ranger with the what? With the dog? <laughs> you, yeah, with the Thank bow. You. And just, the- just Andrew <laughs> <laughs> The chosen dog. <laughs> I don't suppose they sound hospitable and friendly. It's Barovia, Jane. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, and what direction is this coming from? Uh, to the southeast. In, so in the woods. Uh, it seems like down the down the path down the first. So you stand at kind of a four way intersection here. The path you came up the hill continues straight ahead, but it's crossing with this uh, circular path that goes around the hill. So uh, yeah, to the southeast uh, along the path. Generally, you're not supposed to wa- hard, hard, walk. Hard to know for sure. Generally, you're not supposed to walk towards uh, terrible voices, but I feel like that might be better than having one come up behind us. Mm, that's a good point. Okay, says Broldish. <laughs> we can go that way. Broldish will just start walking that way unless somebody tells her to stop. <laughs> yeah, let let me go. Let me go first. Let me let me go first. Okay. Let me be stealthy. Or let me attempt to be stealthy. Oh, okay. Fancy. Um, I'm not good at that. I mean, if they already see us, I don't know. But um, I mean, they're waiting for us. I'm also quite stealthy, and Lena doesn't believe in sending people off to talk to voices alone. So, so you can stealth together. Yeah, I'll try I, and stealth up this. with you. No, I rolled a one. Ah, <laughs> you're sloshing self. around in the mud. Yeah, um, le- le- you have to grab onto Lena to stay on your feet. Uh, um, I rolled a. Th- unfortunately, you grab onto Lena's cloak of bells. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I got a thirteen, so not good enough to stealth someone else by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna stop as soon as I realize that there's too much mud. I'm gonna stop walking and just kind of look at Lena and, like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to keep going? Uh, uh, Imra, you hear the voice again. Um, I am waiting for you, for one who is worthy. Ooh, they're waiting for one who is worthy. Worthy uh, of what? Lena, you did not hear any voice. But did I hear her say, waiting for one who is worthy? You heard that part. No. <laughs> um, that sounds That sounds like a trap. That's I'm not going to lie. That's... Okay, Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Um, uh, let me let me guess. You're the one who's worthy, and all it's going to take is a little bit of your soul. It's Barovia. This happens <laughs> all the time here. <laughs> so I rolled a, a nine, in nine to mm-hmm. a perception check. Can I tell anything more specific? Like, I guess what I'm what I'm actually asking is like, do I notice any traps with a nine? I I'm sure I don't, but like. Is there anything you do not notice any traps? Yeah, 
you are not sure where the voice is coming okay. from. You know, you're you're on the side of a hill. It's pretty open and barren here. You know, there is rain and clouds and there's, you know, that wall of mist on the other side. But it seems like you should be able to see, you know, if there was someone standing ahead of you on this path. Uh, you know, perhaps somebody could be hiding behind a cairn. They're big. Uh, but, like, you know, you can see a, d- a decent amount of uh, distance. And, and, you know, it's the middle of the day on a cloudy, rainy, overcast day. But um, there does not seem to be a horde of goblins uh you know 100 feet so away that's from a different example. campaign isn't it um, wouldn't wouldn't mm. that be so nice though <laughs> brilder said yeah. yes yeah uh, yeah just 2d12 goblins just just sleeping there <laughs> with their gold <laughs> all, all counted out and nicely in, pa- in ba- bags ready to go <laughs> i rolled a 23 for a perception check for androdite is she indicating anything um in that general direction like do I feel like Androdite. she's he- hearing anything? Points. Androdite points to a cairn uh, a, a few hundred feet down the uh, the path. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> it's not just me. It's also my dog. I don't know if that makes anybody feel better. It, do- I, it, I it doesn't make me feel better. But if you want to <laughs> investigate, <laughs> I will come with you. I do not recommend All that right. you go alone. I would. I would not like you to go alone. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna pull. Uh, I'm gonna knock an arrow. Mm-hmm. And since Androdite indicated pretty specifically where I need to go, uh, I'm going to. I guess I'm just gonna walk because I already failed a stealth check. So I'm gonna get within a hundred feet of it. Um. All right. With my uh bow drawn and an arrow uh, arrow knocked. And I'm going to say, who are you and what do you want? Um, it looks like Broldish and Alina okay. are following. The other people are a few hundred feet back, uh, waiting at the uh, the trailhead to try and figure out what's going on. Um, and the uh, the voice uh, the voice addresses you, Imra. Just me. I am Kavan. I was a warrior here once, long ago, in the early days. What are you doing? I am waiting for one who is worthy. One like you. Worthy of what? Worthy of a great weapon. I don't know if I trust a Barovian great weapon to So do the honest. rest of us see Imra talking and not hear the other half to of the pl- conversation? Is that how this yep. is working? You see Imra talking to a pile of rocks. Uh can I make a can I make a check on like these rocks? I often do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make a let's see a history check. I think Ro- or religion. Rock, rock yeah, well, because rock I have facts. stone. I, I have stone cutting, so I get to double mm-hmm. my uh, um, my proficiency bonus because yeah. dwarf. Uh, yeah. So it would help if I actually rolled a little bit better, uh, but. Amrit, you feel, like, drawn to this Karen from which the voice seems to be emanating and get the sense, like, you just know in your heart that there is something powerful So uh, am I, I kind of walking toward it unconsciously? Uh, or? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you that, but, you know, probably you feel like that would be a great idea. I only got a 10 on my, uh, my history check on, on these stones. They look, they look old. Old stones. Old rocks. Who, who are you I, speaking you with? Know? Whose Karen is this? someone who says they were a warrior and they're waiting to give someone worthy a weapon uh broldish's eyes 
light up. <laughs> what kind I, of weapon? Ask. Ask. <laughs> I don't. I really want to walk over there. Ask but for their I, name. I'll go with you. Ask for their name. Tell me what your name was again, because I'm bad with names. Kayvon. Eight. Kayvon. Do the I hunter. recognize that name? <laughs> uh, roll a history check. Uh, uh, fingers crossed. I'm not even gonna roll because I'm assuming I wouldn't know. I yeah, your li- your Barovian history knowledge yeah. is limited. Yeah, and I mean, there's a twenty-two. Rubbish. All right. Uh, so, Lena, you are well-versed in Barovian history, and you have never heard that name. And so, in fact, it seems noteworthy that you do not know that name. Uh, it is not so- – in fact, it may be, you know, there were people here before this land was called Barovia, before uh, Strahd ruled over it and conquered it and, and made it his – you know, the horrible land it is uh, – Perhaps he is from the before times. Imra, as someone who sort of hunts in in the night myself, if there was someone called the Hunter, I would probably know of them. And I have never heard this name before. So either it's from before, from a very long time ago, or it is some sort of trick. I am going to... Okay, so how close... Are we actually standing fairly near... The cairn. Yeah, you're you're th- you're thirty feet away from the cairn. Okay, I'm going to use um, oh, what is it called? My divine sense, and uh, so I can detect good and evil until the end of my next mm-hmm. turn. I sense anything affected by the hallow spell, and I know the location of any celestial, fiend, and undead within sixty feet that is not behind total cover. Uh, how far does that go out? Your good and evil spell? Uh, 60 feet. So you said if I'm within 30 feet of the yeah. cairn. Okay. I was like, how much do you know about the top of the hill? Which is several <laughs> hundred feet away from you. Um, I'll just tell you, you get a sense that there's some bad stuff up there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Surprise! You do the, the, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is totally with you. You know that this is an ancient pile of stone. Um, there are no undead under these. Uh, I don't know if you could therefore conclude that there are people that have been peacefully laid to rest, uh, buried beneath these cairns. Um, and uh, is it, it's not hallowed, I assume. I don't remember what that means. It's a spell. It's a specific spell. Then no. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not detecting any undead. Okay, I've got to do it. I'll tell you. Will you cover me? I'm going to yes. walk. I'm going to go. <laughs> Brothers immediately says yes. Like going along. Like against my better judgment, but I'm I'm walking up there. I'm actually going to sh- to um sheath my arrow and longbow and pull out my longsword plus 1. And for the record, Broldish, I have I have had my axe out since like before we started climbing. Yeah. So. She's just been okay. marching yes. like uh, this. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Emmer, what are you doing? You're, I am you, approaching you've... with my all right, my sword drawn. Uh, the voice uh, calls to you. My spear hungers for blood. Retrieve it and rule these mountains in my stead. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Something well, about don't a... be picky. <laughs> <laughs> Is it clear these druids from a land that was once mine? Okay, the the voice says there's a, a magic spear, and it wants the druids gone. Well, we want the druids gone. We also want the druids gone. It's true. I mean, I don't. I'm not a big fan of spears, but yeah. like if if you dig spears, 
I, cool. I don't know. I I don't know if I want any weapon for like mystic Barovian weapon. But um, I just I feel I feel like I have to do this. So I I guess let's let's kill some druids. Do you know? <laughs> hey hey hey, voice. Do you know about <laughs> how many druids there are? The best way to approach. Can you give us any tips and 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 tricks to? meeting our mutual goal i know not i am here beneath the cairn hey spear got any life hacks so so, (laughs) at spooky spear uh do you have any advice yeah have you considered drinking eight to ten glasses of water a day (laughs) have you seen barovian water i'm really into inbox zero (laughs) Uh, Imra, well, you're Copyright you're the one moment. that this weapon is calling to, so, and I trust your judgment. Me too. Which is, I think, the nicest thing <sighs> I, Lena has ever said to anybody in this party. Yeah, <laughs> so far. Probably, yeah. Um. All right. So, do I feel like I need to to go digging, or do I feel like I need to go kill druids? Uh, you spend some time uh moving some rocks. Uh, you it's like you know where where to go and you know to move the right rocks and you kind of clear a space at the base of the cairn and there, uh, kind of inside a little a little alcove, is an ancient looking spear, and you know that this is a blood spear. What do I know about a blood spear? You know that it is a weapon that drains life from those it kills and transfers that life to its wielder. Ugh. I mean, that sounds handy, but also kind of evil. Yeah. I mean, I think Crucible has the ability to identify things. So we uh, could take it back to him and um, see what, or yeah. them, and see what they say. Uh, Do I know enough? Imra and, I'm um, sorry, uh, uh, Lena and uh, Broldish, you've been kind of keeping watch mm-hmm. while Imra is doing this. The rest of you are waiting back at the crossroads. You see, you know, Imra moving rocks around. Give me a quick perception check, uh, Lena and Broldish. 14. Uh, 22 perception. Uh, you know, uh, Lena, uh, you notice. Uh, several figures sneaking around uh, behind the cairns, you know, maybe a hundred feet from you up the hill that looks like they've been kind of trying to stealthily make their way down the hill uh, toward the three okay. of you. Okay, um, I am going to uh, sort of jab the sides of Broldish and Imra and mm-hmm. um, say, uh, we're, we're being uh, tailed from above. We should back up and regroup with the others. Oh, good. Says Broldish. All right, well, I guess I pick up the spear and, and go. I don't want to. Okay. You take the spear. So I believe uh, this is an item that's probably in uh, D&D Beyond, so you could add it to your character sheet if you want. Uh, okay. The spear is a uncommon magic item. Um, it When you uh, kill something with a melee attack from the spear, um, you gain 2d6 temporary hit points. So, oh. yeah, let's wish good times. Um, so as you pick up the sphere, uh, Lena, you become you see the uh, they are painted in mud, but several burly, unkempt looking uh, creatures, humanoid creatures uh, peeking out from behind the ca- Karens who seeing 
uh, Imra holding the spear, uh, break out of their basically their stealth approach and are charging down the hill at you, wielding axes and yeah. screaming. This is probably go, uh, noticed by yeah. the rest of you. And, and, and uh, Lena is like path. three humanoids charging down the hill from, <laughs> you know, ahead of us. So that I, the, I appreciate the play by play. Yeah. Sp- specifically for the people who are not here. So they know exactly what's happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are berserkers and they rolled an 18 on, on initiative. Oh. Berserker. We are also rolling initiative is your, I, I would, I don't know. They may deal with them before you have a chance to get there since you are a little ways away. Um, do I have time to pull out my? Well, I guess we'll see what initiative shows. I mean, you already Sheath had your longsword sword. out. Uh, so Aragal crit on his. Uh, Aragal smells yeah. the air mm-hmm. and he goes, "Berserkers! They're painted with mud." <laughs> uh, so uh, Aragal and Lena and Imra are going to gr- react before uh, the berserkers. Uh, does this map have the scale right? If you're using the ruler tool, yeah, someone who just says, used the ruler I mean, tool. It said I was 150 feet or so. That seems about right. Like okay. Each one is each one's 50 feet. That seems yeah, about that right. Seems yeah. about right. Six okay. squares. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so uh, Aragal is first, probably. Uh, Jane, you probably want Aragal to like run over there. Yes. Right? Um, yeah. What is the range on his cr- range on his crossbow? Is yeah, no, he wouldn't be able to get a shot off. So he just sort of breaks out as at a run. Yes. Plus it's up a steep right. hill, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's that's rough. His calves and are his singing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Alina, you are already there uh, as you see these, uh, these strange mud-painted men uh popping out from behind the Cairns and charging you and your friends. All right. Um, so I am going to take a good look at one of them and try to make a uh, insightful fighting check. Um, making okay. an insight check. I love it when she does it's, this. Yeah. Brill just likes to just look at Lena and see, watch Lena's eyes narrow. <laughs> She's like looking into the soul. And she like zooms I, in. I imagine Broldish with constant heart eyes when she looks. She like <laughs> lands at Lena and it, it yep. just hearts. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. So so that's a 22 contested by a uh, deception check. Uh, this guy is painted in mud. <laughs> he is rolled. An eleven. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, she, you have advantage yeah. on him. No, it's not even advantage. It's um, sneak attack. Sneak attack. Yeah, sneak attack. Got it. Um, okay, so that is going to be a fourteen with the crossbow. All right, you catch him in the shoulder. He is wielding an axe, and he's like kind of spins. Roll damage. Okay, so that is going to be twenty-one damage. What? Okay. She said 21 damage. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Brildish. <laughs> did Lena Man. say 21 damage? I'm very... <laughs> yeah, yes, she did. She just yelled it. She makes up points. Like, she makes <laughs> yeah. up numbers yeah. as she stabs people. Uh, 21 damage! Uh, another 17 damage! <laughs> Is that LARPing? Um. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning yeah, bolt! Yeah, Lena's big on LARPing. Mm. <laughs> 
in Brolish, Bro- Bro- we just call that living. Yeah. Um, so, so she ran up, looked really, looked really hard at this guy, and saw like that he had a, a weak arm, and just shot him in it. Well, it's weak now that it got shot with a crossbow. It's weaker, <laughs> so, certainly. Yeah. All right, Imra, you are next. All right, so I'm gonna sheath my long sword, pull out my bow and arrow. It's quite the complicated weapons dance today. And I'm going to, I guess, so did Lena attack the person to the north? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to also shoot in their direction. Hopefully we'll Mm -hmm. actually hit them. Uh, An 11? Uh, It bounces off the cairn next to him. Okay. He scowls at you in the rain. All right. So now I'm going to take my second action. I've rolled a one. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here and think about a blood spear. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The berserkers are next. They are running down the mountain. And I'm going to say that they have just enough movement to basically close with you by taking two move actions. Uh, so I'm going to say two of them are engaged with um, Lena and one of them is engaged with, well, let me just, I'm just going to rearrange you. I suspect that uh, Braldish was, Braldish and Lena were on the road and Imra was mm-hmm. uh, on the, looking at the Cairns on the side of the road. So they run up yeah. to Lena and Braldish, uh, but they had to are use two move that, actions like- to get there. Yeah, so Lena and I are within five feet of each other. Sure. Correct. We'll just say then the three of them, the three berserkers are engaged with the two of you. Okay. Um, Because if one of them attacks Lena, I am going to use my protection. So that will come up on their next turn when they have more actions. Oh, did they have to dash to get here? Yeah. Yeah, they had to use all their movement to get there because it's a big. Oh, that's so handy. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, fellas. Also, they have no ranged weapons because they were intent on sneaking up on you in the rain and murdering you with axes. Big axes, not throwy axes. Crucible! All right, so, um, I mean, I can't quite... Yeah, I figure they may be a first no, first no, round of not, just movement. No, that's not exactly what I was, I was trying to say. Like, So my speed is 30 feet. Uh, a square technically moving here would be, what, 25, I think it looks like. Sure. So we'll say that's basically one move. Uh, I am going to cast a guiding bolt at the nearest one. Uh, the range on that is 120 feet, and he appears yep. to be yes. 100 feet away. Nice. Indeed he is. Uh, so let's see how that goes. Uh, uh, make a ranged spell attack against the target. I am going to do that. That in my macros. I didn't. So, you know, just pull it. Old school. Old school. <laughs> and then I have to figure out what my spell attack is, which School's I know. School's night. School <laughs> night. It is a school night. 21. Uh, well, that hits. Cool. He will take... Ugh, nine damage. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that so far this guy has not done anything and you guys are being very unkind to him. Besides Ran. sneak up. You're on his <laughs> hill. You guys are the bad people here. Anyways, nine <laughs> radiant damage in case All right. that makes a difference. It oh, does boy, not. A, I rolled two ones and a two on that damage roll. That was not great. Nope. You should have rolled 46. 
All right. Broldish, there is a scrum of berserkers uh, in your face. In your face? Uh, I'm going to attack the one that already has been injured. All right. With my axe. And I say, inhale his name. Die in the mud. (laughs) He looks startled by this. (laughs) He's like, I'm already covered with mud. This seems like bad luck. Uh, And then I proceed to roll a nine uh, but with all my... right you're trading axe blows with each other and th- none of them are getting through not yet but maybe my second attack will mud i yell <laughs> yeah. and i roll exactly the same thing i will not be yelling anything about mud anymore mm. bad luck but i'm right. very very ferocious like the mud is like running down in like the scars on my face in like little little rivulets it's it's intense the fight just started. How did you get that muddy? Were you muddy before the fight? <laughs> she immediately grabbed a yeah. scoop of mud. And was like, yeah, like as soon as the rain started, she's just like, ah. She's doing like, probably, like commando style. Yeah. I probably Tur- face planted at least once on the way up the <laughs> yeah. trail. Yeah. Gratuitous. She saw them um, covered in mud and she's yeah. like, oh, yeah. you can yeah. cover yourself in mud. I can cover myself in mud. So that's how this works. Sure. All right. Elevor and Samus, you're back at the crossroads. So I know you're a ways back. Yeah. Uh, what can you do? I- we're both just going to take our dash actions to uh, scramble up next to Crucible. Okay, so you gain extra movement. All right. Uh, Aragal is not quite in the scrum, but nearby, and it's certainly within crossbow range. He is going to... You know what? I Yeah, he'll use his crossbow. Okay, so um, targeting the one who is currently trading axe blows. Um, he is going to roll a does a 14 hit. Yes. Okay. So that is going to be uh 12 piercing damage. And can the target make a constitution saving throw, please? He can try. He's actually pretty constitution-y because he lives in mud. I have <laughs> rolled for the constitution. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> okay, uh, that is less than 15. And mm-hmm. so he has to take... Let me just roll 76. <laughs> uh, 76? <laughs> real oh, quick. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be... Um, what did you just do to him? Oh, this is what Argyll does. Did- with he's just really good with a crossbow. Yes, his crossbow has poison. And so uh, the druid will take 26 poison damage. <laughs> That is just enough to slay this berserker. Nice. Yes. Wow. I forgot that Argal always aims for the head. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he yeah. aims. So as uh, the druid and Broldish are swinging axes with each other, just a crossbow <laughs> bolt back. out of nowhere catches him, and then he just dies twitching of poison. Like it enters his ear canal. Yeah. And just like instant. Yeah. Wow. Creepy. He thought he was protected because that ear canal was mainly full of mud, but it was not enough. That, that, <laughs> that's not enough to stop Aragal. Yeah. Mm. Lena, you're next. Okay. Uh, so with that one down, um, she is going to pull out her short swords. Um, and she is going to try and attack the second nearest one. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's going to be 23. Um, yep. So, that 
be five flat damage and then the sneak attack. Uh, and another 16. Wow. All right. It's not, not a great day for the to be a berserker druid, just living your life peacefully on a hill, murdering anyone who walks by. <laughs> um, well, and then I'm going to do my bonus action will be another attack. Keen to hit. And that's just a flat two damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, Imra. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I'm right next to anybody. Um, we have one, one dead, one wounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to aim for the wounded one. And. The chosen one. <laughs> it's different. Well, I mean, emotionally wounded, but. I mean, if you chose him. I rolled yeah. another to one. Oh no! All right. The lesson is to use the blood spear. Thank goodness this isn't Gamma World. It's not a good lesson. <laughs> and then my second, um, second roll was a four, which is a thirteen total. I gave you one evil, horribly cursed so, thing right last session. I wouldn't give you two in a row, would I? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Um. So Emma's going to have a talk with her longbow. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that long a long talk with a longbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just jealous of that spear that I you've guess. been digging up. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to move or anything. So. All right. The Berserker Druids are next. Uh, they are going to attack recklessly, which means they gain advantage on their attacks, but are also any attacks against them for the next turn have advantage as well. So, Lena, great axe attack. Ah, ah, ah. You can uh, you can bump that back down to a regular attack because I am using my shield, interposing it to protect Lena. So they would get disadvantage, but now they just roll regularly. Clang off of Brildish's shield. Yeah. Uh, the other one decides to just you know go to the go to the source and <laughs> attacks Brildish. Uh, nineteen to hit. Ugh, it hits exactly. Nine slashing damage. Lena looks thankful that you interposed that shield. Crucible. All right, so I'm going to try and move a little bit closer, um, but I can only, I guess, use 60. So if I, I can basically move two squares, what we're saying. Yeah. Essentially there. Yeah, I don't think I can. Sorry, it's a big map. Yep. You're a ways away. Big map. Uh, I think that's the best I can do unless somebody, anybody need healing? I just took nine points of damage, but I mean, I don't know how much healing your healing does. Uh, I mean, that ish amount. You want that? I can send. I think I'm the only one that's gotten hit so far. Unless you want to heal one of the one of the druids. (laughs) So, so let's let's keep her healthy. (laughs) Curry favor with the druids. Let me just quick check on how far away. Where are you? There you are. I am just south of seventy-five feet away. You're really 75 feet away? Lena's only 50 feet away. Yeah. I'm within five feet of Lena, so. You want to average it and call it 60? That's, that's sure. the range on he- healing word. <laughs> Yay! Done. So- sold. <laughs> I'm a horrible negotiator. <laughs> uh, all right. Sproldish, take uh, some healing to the tune of... 
I will happily right. take it. Thank you. Boy, I rolled another one. This is going great tonight. Mm-hmm. Everything's great, Dan. Something uh, tells me that this spear came with some <laughs> some issues. This spear is cursed. Mm. <laughs> uh, Broldus, you got some hit points back. You are face-to-face with some mean-looking berserker druids. What will you do? I will try to slash this uh, the one that's attacking me. That you have advantage because they have been attacking recklessly. All right. I say, inhale his name. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) That worked better. Oh, whiskey, Erica. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was a 19 on the die. Yep. Don't don't bother doing the math on that. Roll damage. (laughs) I wasn't going to. Save that math skills for that damage. Yes, that damage that comes out to 11 slashing damage. All right, you take a chunk out of that berserker. And I try to take another chunk out of him. Yep. Continue sucking it. (laughs) (laughs) That's less good. (laughs) That's because that was a little... um... Much. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Let's see. This is my battle axe. It's 15. That'll do it. Roll damage. Yay. That is 12 slashing damage. All right. And I growl. Elavor, the fight looks like it's half over. You are down the path. What will you do? Um, golly gee. Uh, let's see. I can only get a little bit closer. Come a little bit closer. Close I was waiting for somebody to do that. Yeah. I'll get by my pal Aragal and Samus, I guess, will be behind me. Um, and then from here, let's see. There's one over there by Androdite. How far yep. away is that there, pal? Let's see. Uh, 75 feet. Well, yep. well folks... <laughs> There's not a whole lot I can do with something that's 75 feet All right. away. Crucible, Aragal, Elevor, and Samus are lighting up on the sideline for this fight. <laughs> Waiting this to be subbed huge, in. Tony. Waiting to be subbed in. on from part- Yeah. Woo! Yeah, you go! <laughs> Healing word! Uh, <laughs> defense. All right. Aragal realizes Aragal is on the sideline, but has a crossbow, which no one else brought. (laughs) Um, So uh, let's see. Do we want to have him? I think he should actually be a. No, he wouldn't be able to close, would he? He's not a closer. (laughs) (laughs) Crossbows are for closers. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he's going to get a little bit closer and then he's going to um, make another crossbow attack. All right. Ooh, that's a 24. Heck yeah, it is. Nice. Um, All right. A crossbow bolt flies out and catches the berserker in the shoulder. Okay. uh, Well, that is two damage, um, but a constitution saving throw. As poison courses through this mudman, uh, the berserker rolled an 11 on constitution? Okay, sadly, still not a 15, so that is 21 points of... Oh my God. Uh, I love every time you get hit with this thing, like, oh, uh, nicked by a crossbow. I'm, oh, God! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my blood, the, my uh, It's the poison that, that yeah. really seals the deal yeah. here. 
All right. Um, the uh, the berserker does not look like he's doing well. All right. Uh, Lena Delina. All right. So she's going to uh, sidle up on this um, this the one who has just recently been poisoned and hopefully do some double rogue action. Um, double rogue. Double rogue. Action. Okay, well, that is not quite so good. That's only going to be a 10 to hit. Uh, so, uh, remember, you have advantage. Ah. Because they did their recklessness. Uh, how about a nine to hit? Is is that better? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, slightly slightly um, worse. That so, uh, that being said, I will then use um, my bonus action for an offhand. Okay, that is a lot better. That is 21. All right. Um, and... Uh, that'll be four damage plus the sneak attack. Uh, and 12 damage as her sort of offhand short sword. Um, she distracts him with her main hand, looking <laughs> like she has missed. Ah, but it's the other right. short sword. That berserker is in troubles. Imra. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. This is the longbow. It's doing better yeah. now. Um, well, advantage. Heart to heart. Yeah. Um, advantage helps. Advantage <laughs> helps. Okay, so that is D. Are you targeting the one Lena's fighting or yes, the one yes. Broldish? Okay. Lena. Um I've rolled a one point of damage. So that's a five. Five points of damage. The and berserker is staggering on his feet. For my second attack. That is a 17. Yep. Another one. So another five points are, of damage. We are really rolling what? poorly tonight, huh? I'm not yeah, going to mention not... the app I'm using by name. I'm just not going <laughs> to do it. It's Pice by Decal. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. Oh, accident. my problem is I downloaded Mice by Decal. Oh. It's, oh, no. it's just a box well, full of white mice. It's, the squeaky uh -huh. wheel gets the grooves. Yeah. Better than my lice by peak. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, Dan, don't feed grease to mice. That's unkind. They like cheese. <laughs> they don't. That's actually not true. Um, also has uh, grease in it, sort of. <laughs> sort <Got> of. <laughs> okay, well, you cheese have grease in you then. What do you want? Uh, you the berserkers. <laughs> the berserkers are somehow still alive. Uh, berserker swings uh, at uh, Broldish. Recklessly, uh, that's a twenty-four. That's that great. Uh, I'm gonna roll this damage because I get to roll a d12. Yeah, that will be a thirteen slashing damage. The other Ouch. berserker is attacking Alina. You're imposing a uh, thing. Yep. Uh, it only even with that sixteen, Lena. Sixteen will hit. All right. He manages to get a blow past the shield, and you will What was will the damage take on me? Uh, I think it was 13. 13? That's what I thought. Yeah. And Lena, you will take uh, 12 slashing damage. Uh, I'm going um, to use crucible. Uncanny Dodge. I would like okay. to take 6 damage, please. Do that. Uh, crucible, you hear uh, hoofbeats coming down the hill toward you. 
no. Okay, do I, as I'm still They're, they're behind you. You're facing into the fight. Wait, the hill behind me? Okay, I'm confused about the orientation of this. They're coming down yeah. the hill? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was running towards the fight, so I can't see, like... Do you want to turn your head 45 degrees? Sure. All right, you're As level I'm... six. You're level six. I'll allow you to do that. <laughs> you can turn your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, if All right, I'm running roll... towards a fight and they're coming down the hill, I can just do this. <laughs> yeah. Roll, roll a perception check to turn your head. Oh uh, you see a strange man on a huge <gasps> black steed. Oh, God. A horse that could only be described as wondrous. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. the horse. <laughs> the ju- yeah, make fun of that horse now. That horse is going to be dancing on your grave. Uh, a horse with feet like fire, a mane also like fire, just as fearsome as the steed. A, a man riding the horse, a pale face, a face you have seen before, a face you have seen on coinage, a face you have seen at your bedroom window in Velaki. It is none other than Strad von Zarovich. Oh my god! And he seems to be coming down the hill. To meet you. Is this the beginning of the end, or is this the end of the beginning in our epic adventure that is the Curse of Strahd? Will our our adventurers continue to make fun of this bad guy, even though he is nightmarish and yes. evil? Yes. Probably. Yes. Answer yes. Will Tony actually perform Strahd's voice or somehow find a way to delay that until further... <laughs> further into the adventure for answers to questions such as these tune in next time to total party kill thank you and good night